Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's, uh, let's go for 84. Bud Pod 84. The Grady Floor? Floor. The Grady Floor. The Grady Floor. A floor you can grate yourself on, I suppose. It's part, it's fart two. Okay. The follow through <laughs> of our mega correspondence double. Yes, thank you for coming back. Hope you've had a nice week. Hope you've been thinking about super poison and how it kills all mammals and some robots. And some robots. Tru- truly repellent. As far as, we, well, as far as we know from Sam's story, 100% of the robots it's been tried on. To be fair, mm. one out of one robots wouldn't recommend this. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we'll go straight into it. Yes, next one, please. Uh, Tat Attack and a poo story, two in one, don't I spoil you, says Charlie. Charlie. Um, uh, t- um, k- mm, you spoil us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, dear Pierre Nevisel and Phyllis Wangus. Nice. Yeah. My glad to name. Praise available for redacting, but I think it's worth saying. I hate toilet humor. Okay. I always have. Wow. And I always will. This doesn't sound good for us. Unless, apparently, you two are talking about That's it. That's good. In which case, I walked down the street, or used to in the before times, stifling laughter. This was particularly inconvenient when I lived in Russia, where a laughing and smiling in public, particularly as a young woman... Signifies that you're a little bit airheaded, friendly, and receptive to being approached by men in the street. Oh, great. Curse you hilarious bastards. Anyway, thank you for the great podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Good to know that we gave uh, Russian men a reason to uh, harass you through poo humor. That's why we started this podcast. That's our equivalent to last week talking about Mark Zuckerberg starting an app for rating people <laughs> and then helping out with the genocide. Ours is we talk about shit in my living room and it's... A lady in Moscow gets approached by it. But at least our original intentions were innocent, which cannot be said of Mark Zuckerberg. It's true. It's true. So number one, she says, Attached is a picture of a rather awful piece of tat that, unbeknownst to me, was hiding in my own home. (laughs) It's in the house! The tat is coming from inside the house. Get out, get out. (laughs) This came to light the other day when I asked my mum to hand me a shopping bag and she presented me with this nightmare. She was slightly confused. When, having read the drivel printed on the front, I yelled, Tat Attack, and promptly <laughs> left the house. So let's see what this tat is here. Oh, it's a lot. Like a lot of words. Ooh, yeah. Okay. And it's a lot of... I'll quickly flash it to you. Okay. Wow, that is a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah so it's a tote bag, a white tote bag, and lots of words on it in different colors. Um, I don't know if you can guess this. It looks like a lot for me to guess. Yeah. Well, I've just got, okay, it starts with I do. From, from a <laughs> there you gl- go. From, at a glance, it's too long to have any recognizable structure. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it, it's in the kind of rambling killer style of tat, I'd great, say. So, great. Uh, Zodiac tat. Yeah, it's Zodiac. <laughs> Don't talk to me till I've written my cryptographic letter. <laughs> so, I'm going to read this the way I think it's written. Okay. I do whatever comes naturally. Stressing one minute, chilling the next. (laughs) Are they proud to be stressing? 
they're proud to be inconsistent. <laughs> I do whatever comes naturally. Stressing one minute, chilling the next. I'm a curious know-it-all. All in one. I can stay in or go out. Oh, wow. Sometimes even out-out. Come on. I know. Come on. I can stay in or go out. Oh. <laughs> Good for you. Let me just prep my hands for the amount of applause that I'm about to give. <laughs> you can work a door. Call A&E and tell them I'm coming in with bloody stumps for hands. Because I'll have clapped them off by the time I arrive there. <laughs> I can stay in or go out. Sometimes even out-out. I'm a loner. Or a social butterfly. Depending on the day. I'm predictably unpredictable. You're schizophrenic, so you are. Playful. Professional. A contradiction. What? I mean, this is just any person with a job. Everything. This is just a person with a job and a personal life. Yeah. I exist. That's all this is. <laughs> Don't I? It screams into the void. Fun to be around. Or a bit of a nightmare. Right, yeah. I'm a lot of things. Sure. I like it when it says sure. Like someone's gone, you're a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> someone's gone, someone's been listening, rapt. Really yeah. believing it. <gasps> You're a lot of things. What enigma has presented itself to me today? You're a lot of things. Wow. I can't believe you. we've met here on this bus. You're, you're a real-life Zoe Deschanel over you, here. You're a lot of, th- you're a lot of things. So you got- With your going outside and occasionally staying in. Why? You can't do both. Incredible. How do you find the time? <laughs> How do you... <laughs> I'm a lot of things, sure. But that's what makes me... Me... <laughs> And then the bottom it says, "My nature, my Clarins." Clarins is in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, people who shop at Clarins go in and go out. Isn't that mad? Well, at least they have proved that they can do that because they had to go in and out of the shop to get the bag that says they can. Go yeah, in and, out. and because they're not in the shop all the time, they must be in at home. Yeah. Or if they were in the shop all the time, would that cease to be out and become, in fact, in? That's interesting, yes. We have to define our terms here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a variable or a constant? This is a vein of tat that I think is particularly hateful. It's the, the kind of packaging of normal, just normal people. Just the, the most common uh, manifestations of the human condition. Yeah. Pl- played out and sold as unique or strange or needing of yeah. some special understanding. I'm mad, me. Yeah, I are you mad or mad. do you some do you wear sandals when it's hot and <laughs> shoes when it isn't? Are you mad really? Or are you just uh, capable of basic adaptation? Yeah, I I'm not one thing constantly. <laughs> You go, that would be mad. That would be the mad thing. That would be mad if someone was like, I always wear a, 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 a duck down coat. Yeah. In 40 degrees I wear it and I pass out all the time and I vomit on the tube from each stroke and I'm always in hospital for it and I won't stop. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. If you're always in or always out. <laughs> those are two famously bad. Uh, well, yeah. you're mad or homeless. Yeah. Yeah, neither of those is good. And having a mixture of them doesn't make you some unique I'm, star. Essentially, the set bag is going, I'm crazy. Sometimes I'll eat meat, sometimes vegetables. 
sometimes carbs. You go, that's good. That's balanced. If you only ate meat, then you'd be insane. God. Yeah. Sometimes you were... I watch movies, but sometimes I read books. Sometimes I'm not watching a movie. Yeah. So that you were right to run away from your own house there, I suppose, Charlie. Um, a poo story. From Charlie also? She's spoiling us. Wow, she is spoiling us. During my gap year... Well, the, she, she, can, she, can give us, she can give us tat and a poo story. Yeah. She... She is truly, the bag. She is the bag. That bag wasn't your mother's bag, Charlie. It was, it was your bag. All along. It was waiting for you like Jumanji. You're a lot of things, sure. But that's what makes you you. It's your Excalibur. It's been waiting for you. That's right. You have chosen wisely. Well, when her, when her mum handed it to Charlie, the mom, her mum said, oh, that's strange. I've never seen this bag before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she couldn't quite <laughs> lift it. Only yeah, Charlie lifted it as if it were a feather. It's your Mjolnir. <laughs> it's your Mjolnir. A tatty Mjolnir. <laughs> tatty Mjolnir is a, is a Swedish jazz musician. Sure. <laughs> Tati Mjolnir. If you want to go to the Gothenburg Jazz Festival, you have to talk to Tati Mjolnir. Who will give <laughs> you got to see Tati Mjolnir. The hot tips. Uh, a poo story. During my gap year between college and uni, I lived and worked in a hotel in a very small town in northern France. Lovely. Lovely. One night, my friend and I decided that we wanted to go clubbing in the much larger student town of Rennes. 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 I've heard of Rennes. Rennes is uh, on the Atlantic coast near the Brittany. Near the oh. border with Brittany's on the sort of left-hand side. Very good. Um, my other friend offered to drive us there. And she picked us up and introduced us to her boyfriend and we all set off. On the way, I got to chatting with the boyfriend's friend and decided he was quite cute. Aww. Lovely. You made a grand friend. You made a grand friend. <laughs> I wonder if you'll get off with a grand friend in the end. <laughs> <laughs> So we got to, we got the club. We got to the club at about two AM. Got to the this is Europe. This is Europe. This is Europe living. This is Europe this living. This is how to go out. You don't have to cram it all in by midnight or ten PM now. Yeah. But you that the, the night is yours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the night is yours. And somehow they're all still up early enough to eat delicate pastries and not throw up. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> We got to the club at about 2 a.m. and all danced together for about an hour. Me, predominantly, with the cute guy. Nice. However, the two guys disappeared at around 3 a.m. Oh. Chicka-chicka. Gone. (laughs) (laughs) And we three girls didn't see them again until we left the club at 6. 6? 6. That's a, that's a longer session of cardio than you do at the fucking gym. Fucking hell. Just going burr, 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 for yeah. fucking three hours. Amazing. Without booze, that doesn't make sense. What do you mean without booze? Well, if you were sober, just going mm, 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 for oh, three yeah. hours. Well, are they? Presumably one of them is if they're driving. God, one would yeah. hope. We walked outside to find the cute guy sitting on the pavement, drunk out of his mind, oh, with no. blood running down his face. Yo. Yo, indeed. It turned out that he had seen a man acting aggressively in the street and being the trainee policeman that he was. Hey! That's a reveal. Had stepped in to try and calm him down and had been decked in the face with a beer bottle. (sighs) That's why you must never help anyone. It's true. He picked the wrong side quest. Yes. His stats weren't high enough to block the beer bottle. Quest failed. Quest failed. (laughs) Minus 10 XP. That's such an insulting thing. Quest failed. Quest failed. (laughs) Try again. (laughs) 
Uh. No. We all teamed up to drag him back to the car. Don't worry, my friend was completely sober. There you go. Uh, And on arrival, he promptly vomited all over his own jeans. The jeans were removed, and he was placed next to me on the back seat, stinking of vomit and lolling all over me, nearly passing out. Cute. She didn't say that. That's funny. I was adding that for fun. We got back to my friend's farmhouse. Mm, It's France. Sexy France. And me and my other friend passed out sharing the spare bed while the drunk, formerly cute guy was on the sofa. That's such a shame. Uh, he he uh, he's he's not attractive now because he tried to do the right thing. Yeah, and that's why you should never do the right thing. No, no good deed goes unpunished. He wasn't focused on staying apparently cute. Yeah, he didn't realize that was his role for the night. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I wonder if he was aware. Yeah. So, uh, in what felt like the middle of the night, but was probably actually eight a.m., I half woke up and saw a man looming over the bed. Oh, half asleep, I told him to fuck off in English. But he must have understood the request from my tone, and he duly fucked off. About half an hour later, the same thing happened. But this time, when I woke up, I could smell the light scent of manure from the farmyard and thought the farmers must all be awake, mucking out the animals. Because they're in this farmhouse. Right. I dozed off again, but the smell of manure was now so strong it seeped into my dreams. Eventually, my friend and I woke up oh. and headed to the bathroom. It's plural. It's worse than that sort of, like, drunken, like sleep that never quite settles and yeah. and uh-huh. your the room and the smells and the lights and the sounds and your dreams all bleed and you can't tell reality from uh from from dreamland and uh, it's maddening i hate it it's it's like a, having a fever dream in a victorian set film and or having keep, it being on opium oh, i had oh, one of these nights recently and just kept in the morning like i just had sleep paralysis and i couldn't wake up and oh. and I in the sleep paralysis state, I was just terrified. Oh. Just terrified, just dread. And you have to like, it feels like you're peeling yourself off the bed to try and wake up. Oh. And to like, pee- and to get myself out of bed and just try and reset. Do you see it's any? Fucking horrible. Do you see any goblins? Any I had I had someone like a dark shadow come in and sit on the bed, and you can oh. I can feel the bed sink down. No. Yeah, I get that quite regularly. That's oh. a common one. The, the hag. There was no. She wasn't cackling this time. It was like a guy. It was like a dark shadow man. A mate. Uh, um, what? Uh, just a mate. Yeah, just a guy. A shadow mate. A guy and a shadow pal. I'm a lot of things, sure, he said. But it was the night after a delightful tasting menu at a very good restaurant. But all... <laughs> but with, with, a, with a, a wine pairing. And I think all these different types of boozers. It was like nine wines or something. Jesus, All yeah. just... Mixed into uh, like the the end scene from Dumbo, and I just <laughs> I just had all these hallucinations. It all mixed together to make its own your own super poison. The elephants on parade. Here so, they come. Oh, so good. Yeah, creepy. I scared the shit out of me. They have the hollow eyes. Here they come. It's really good. It's because they have those hollow black eyes. Yeah, like skulls. Oof. It's really good stuff for so, children. And at the it's at the end of the movie. He gets yeah. drunk with the mouse at the end. They hallucinate, and then he is sad because his mother's in the cage, and that's the end. It's such a <laughs> it's such a weird movie. It's such a fuck off of a film. Um, so mm. she's in this daze. Eventually, my friend and I woke up and headed to the bathrooms, plural, because there was a toilet in one small room and a sink and a shower in the next. Yeah, and they divvy it up. She headed into the toilet, and I went to splash my face with water at the sink. As I lowered my head toward the basin, I suddenly registered the source of the manure smell rushing up to greet my descending nose. A giant human turd. In the sink. In the sink. 
No! <laughs> it came out of a Ren Friends end. A Ren Friends back end. A Ren Friends back end. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I felt a mixture of shock and horror. Combined with hungover apathy and sluggishness. That's the thing. When, you don't, when you're so hungover, it's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You just go, uh, you register bad in your head and you go, uh. <laughs> Like Terminator. Just blah, 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 bad. Bad. Blah, 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 blah. Or like uh, in films where, in a war film where someone's been near an explosion and it's all just going, <laughs> and they're sort of really calm. It's like bullets whizzing all around yeah. them and they're just sort of registering it all. Exactly. <laughs> So, she felt a mixture of shock and horror combined with hungover, apathy, and sluggishness. And not knowing what to do, I knocked on the toilet door. And my friend said, what? I simply replied, I sim... I knocked on the toilet door. And when my friend said, what? I simply replied, there's a poo in the sink. <laughs> she emerged suddenly from the toilet. <laughs> She'd been waiting, thinking she hadn't heard me correctly. We both stared at it for a moment. And then almost in unison shouted for our friend, RLA, there's a poe in the sink. <laughs> I've never seen greater surprise on a person's face in my entire life. In my head, Aurelie looks like um, Breakfast at Tiffany's lady. What's her name? Oh, um, she's on every lady's ba- bedroom wall. Cookie, cookie, is, cookie mini face. Her name is Aubrey Hepburn. Aubrey Hepburn. Yeah. I imagine Aubrey Hepburn going, oh! <gasps> Oh no, a poo in the sink. Like, is Aurelie the guy or a girl? Aurelie's a girl. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Aurelie. Aurelie's okay. a girl's name, yeah. Um, Aurelie is our friend's daughter's name. Ah, yeah. Uh, Aurelie, there's a poo in the sink. I've never seen greater surprise on a person's face in my life. However, having, having verified our claim, she was very calm. Mm. And suggested we all adjourn to the kitchen for breakfast. <laughs> Closing the door firmly Come. behind her. Come. We must eat. That's a good call, actually. You want to get something in here before you solve the problem. Like yeah. That. As we sat down with some cereal, the man who mere hours ago was so drunk he shat in the sink came back from his run. Wow. Whoa. He is he a is training, training policeman. policeman. <laughs> <laughs> There's some boot camp shit he's been going through. He barely met our eyes as he tore off his trainers and we wordlessly watched him walk into the bathroom and turn on the shower. Fifteen minutes later, he emerged, physically clean but unable to scrub the shame from his heart. The poo was gone, the sink was clean, and the whole thing was never spoken of again. Well, yeah, he's at least a responsible kind of guy. Well, he's a policeman. <laughs> he's probably a cop in Ren right now. I had a similar ex- cop. experience in um, in university when I got really drunk, and then I got a, ate a chicken burger on the way back yeah. to my bedroom. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> And I lay down in my bed, and the second my head hit the pillow, my stomach contracted like a, an accordion, and I just like, whoo, I just sat up in one motion. I just, yeah. whoo, sat up and threw up. Full exorcist. A, a, like a brick of like almost solid vomit. It was the chicken burger, but like re-emulsified in, in a its new entirety, shape. Yeah. By like in a new just globule, and, just, <laughs> and it just hit the floor like that, just like with a thud. Like that, but just hold this, keeping in shape, and I just went and I lay back down. I went to sleep, and then I woke up and I was like, "Oh, what? Oh, I think I've." Vo-. And I looked and I saw it there, just waiting on the, on the rug. Yeah. And I was just like, "I can't feel. I can't do this right now." So I just got out of bed and I walked around town, and after the walk, I came back and I was all right. And I 
picked it up in my hands. It was so solid. Oh, wow. I just picked it in one piece. I just picked it up in my hands and I just threw it in the toilet and I flushed it away. So it's actually very easy to clean. You felt cleansed. It was just one solid piece. Just flush. That you threw up like a cartoon character. No. Or well, like or like or like um Kirby. I I, I, threw, up, I threw up like a, a video game character. Yeah, like Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bo? Bo? Doink? Yeah. The mushroom came you out. Just Bo? collect it and throw it away. That's mad. I anyway. uh a fr- <laughs> so is, was that fr- the end of the story? That's it? Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine once threw up so powerfully he got it on the back of his own head. Wow. It ricocheted <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's this like whirl. This tornado. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, Mark gets in touch. Mark, what a lark. What a lark. Hello, WeF, Hovelli, and Pil Nang. Okay, we just throw in the letters about. Um, Pil Nang sounds like a particularly horrific battle in the Vietnam War. Yeah, I was at Pil Nang. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in the shit, yeah, at, Pil- at Pilnang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dan Snow talking about the decisive result of Pilnang <laughs> during the Tet Offensive. God, yeah. Um, I offer you some Sainsbury's mugs with nonsense Tet messages. Some classics here, yours, Mark, in Edinburgh. Wow. So I've got a mug here saying, I'd rather be drinking beer. <laughs> then why make a mug at all? <laughs> you can. You can, you can, you can have it with a different receptacle. If you're old enough to have coffee, you're old enough to go buy beer. It's true. Coffee is my happy place. <laughs> this is some own brand shit. Yeah, tat. yeah, yeah. This is this is like this is auto produced. Re- yeah, just reactive. Not even trying. Where's the soul? Where's the soul? Where's the creativity? Where's the originality? Where's the heart? Which Sainsbury's it's known for? It's true. Lord Sainsbury would not be happy when he finds out about this. Uh, shh, may contain Prosecco. <laughs> See, we, we read, was it in the last episode or this episode? In the last episode, it was um, pr- um, pretty good chance there's whiskey in this. Yeah. That's so much better yeah. than, what's this one? Uh, shh, may contain Prosecco. Uh, well, may shush. contain Prosecco. Pr- pretty good chance there's whiskey in this. It's so much funnier than may contain Prosecco. Why? Is that, am I being sexist? Is it just because whiskey's a man drink and Prosecco's a girl drink? I think, I think the phrasing of the sentences saying, shush, this might contain Prosecco, mm. says it does. 
Whereas yeah. pretty good chance there's whiskey in this is resigned and tired. And also uh, there's, there's some element of judgment. Yeah, yeah, Self-judgment. Yeah, yeah. Of like, I'm good bad chance. for doing this. Yeah, pretty good chance there's whiskey. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the way you... Someone's given up. That's kind of, kind of funny about that. Yeah, you'd, you'd, it's the way that you'd warn a policeman if they were like, <laughs> have, you, uh, have you been uh, drinking anything you shouldn't have been tonight, sir? You go, look, look, man. It's pretty good chance. There's a pretty good chance this week. <laughs> but like, shh, making tame Prosecco is like, you're not, you're pretending to be ashamed about this, but you're really quite proud. Or, or like, you're so drunk on Prosecco, you're now trying to get the policeman in on your fun joke. <laughs> Which is annoying. Madam, please climb down off yeah. that car. Shh, this might have Prosecco. Yeah, we know it does. We, you've, you're, you're climbing over all, all over a Land Rover. Yeah. We need you to come down now. Yeah, not a fan. It's the self-knowledge, isn't it? That's what makes things funny. It's going, there's a pretty good chance. Let's risk it. The exhaustion <laughs> in the voice of that mug. Uh, next one, this again, pretty standard. I wish this was a gin and tonic. Ugh, Do you? Just root one. Have you ever had a gin and tonic at 11 in the morning? You ruin your whole day. <laughs> you just, at three in the afternoon, you have a headache going, what? When people try and talk to you. <laughs> I think these mugs should have a drink responsibility print as much as uh, any alcohol advert. I think I, you, should be, a, you, you shouldn't be able to sell these mugs without drink responsibility. That's a good point, actually. This is basically just constantly saying to anyone, anyone younger than 18 could read these and, be, and just constantly, it's like, there's nothing quirkier and more interesting than yeah. drinking booze in the day. And it's fine. And it's, it's, it's being... It's not just fine. It's in, actively endearing. And validated by, by the mainstream supermarkets yeah 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 and coffee makers <laughs> or even just like yeah yeah uh this mug belongs to a living legend hmm. i don't think desmond tutu has that mug <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know you had so much respect for tutu oh yeah yeah the toots why do you love desmond tutu so desmond much? tutu he's very morally consistent is he to the point of his own great inconvenience that's when you know someone's morally consistent when they stand up for something that makes their life way harder and more when has he been hamstrung by his own principle uh, so he was with, you know, him him and Mandela, you know, worked together. Okay. And Mandela, you know, ANC, mm-hmm. African National Party. But now that the ANC are in charge, they're very close to China. Mm. And Desmond Tutu is like, a, you know, religious freedom, you know, stand by the oppressed wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Whereas the ANC were like denied the Dalai Lama a visa to visit South Africa, wouldn't let him come, uh, cancel his trip, da, 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 just like doing whatever China wants. Yeah. And Desmond Tutu was like, this isn't the ANC Mandela. Uh, was it like tore them a strip uh, tore a strip off them yeah yeah uh, good on toots everyone else was like well you know <laughs> the new way of doing things whereas he was like he gets a lot of shit as a result from pretty much everyone right yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a sign of a morally consistent person also a sign who of someone who truly believes god has their back oh fuck yeah this, <laughs> this guy acts like he knows that there's a big old man with a big old finger up there and he's gonna come smush you <laughs> god to have the confidence of a of a of a 90 plus years old archbishop yeah to be the confidence of someone who truly believes themselves to be god appointed i, I love the that. toots i love old old desmond oh, okay nice we learned something about pierre today <laughs> yes uh so we got some old school stuff here now from christopher okay uh, Christopher Poo and Pistopher. It's true. Dear Philanthropy and Prosperity. Nice. Yeah, a blessing. A blessing upon us. Mm-hmm. A blessing. Uh, having intended to listen to your podcast as a suggestions for you in the Google Podcast app for about a year, Redundancy Thank finally you, gave me the time. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> Thank you, Google and Redundancy. Thank you, Google and the impending economic collapse. 
Redundancy, sorry to hear that, Chris, finally gave me the time to di- deep dive into your fine work and escape the bin bag's turn of events in my newly bu- uh, bum bum life. A newly bum bum life. Won't I'm, be bum bum forever. I'm 31 episodes in. I'm about a week or two at this rate from catching up. Very much enjoying the pod while walking my dogs three times a day. Wow. It's okay. I'm allowed to out this often in Australia. Another Aussie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I've decided to start from the beginning and sincerely hope that neither tragedy nor creative differences have befallen the Bud Pod by the time I reach the present day. Mm. Like if we'd gone Lennon and McCartney. Um, Poo stories <laughs> have to be like this, man. <laughs> and a, a pistorian in the making. A pistorian in the making. Uh, so, coolest uncool thing, he says, his suggestion. Oh, yeah, great. Coolest uncool thing, beekeeping. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. The outfit is really cool. And being able to withstand... All those nasty bees. It's cool. And to be able to have your own honey. Yeah. Big amounts of honey. And also you could say to people like, oh, I'd love to, but you know, the bees. <laughs> and they'd be like, what? The what? And you'd be like, oh, I I have all these bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all oh, really? And you go, yeah, yeah. Because it's all very eco as well, isn't it? And you're like, yeah, plant some wild meadow flowers. That's right, know? that's right, that's right. It'd be good for the bees. Um, yeah, that'd be good. And, and, and that would probably be quite good for flirting, wouldn't it? Um. Assuming you have a spare beekeeping outfit, <laughs> otherwise it could be very bad. For Play you. safe. No, yeah. I mean talking about it. It's like a it's yeah, wrap like a, up, guys. It's a nerdier version of a, a man who owns a horse farm, being this kind of fantasy where it's like I care for the horses right, yeah, in a way yeah. they care for me. You know that whole fucking <laughs> thing. Yeah, the you bees could, thing. But the bees thing is cool because like when you're around them, you like you have a superpower. You look like a you look like you're in Bioshock. You know you can <laughs> yeah. can. Yeah. Uh, command all these bees what do you say to the lady yeah you know i care for the bees and uh they don't know what i am <laughs> they think i'm some kind of smoky god i don't know <laughs> who steals their honey as punishment I, I can only imagine the theology the bees have developed around me <laughs> um yes that's a good suggestion beekeeping uncoolest cool thing so it's still cool but it's the least cool really yeah. expensive swiss watches oh yeah 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 like patek philippe very very lame yeah and you can't get around the fact that you know it's a handmade beautiful and expensive piece of art but come on they're they're, i I know someone who like used to work at at one of the magazines or like one of the like yearly fucking expensive watch watch out for watches um conference or whatever watch out that's what the magazine is called that's good that is good but I mean, these watches can go for like hundreds of thousands of pounds each. Oh yeah, um, and people just collect them and don't even wear them. It's pathetic, and it's always by men who cannot find love, who will, n- <laughs> who cannot find love. They will never be with anyone who loves them truly, and and it's like they've accepted it now. They've gone. The watches are my wife. Pretty much, pretty much. It's there's nothing more tragic than a guy who's really into watches. Oh, it makes me shiver. It's, I don't think. Do, does any woman collect watches, or is this like knowing lots about trains when you're seven and it's almost exclusively a male thing? I think it's a vanishingly small number of women. Must be. Yeah. Must be. I'm hmm. sure there are a couple, and they're they're on the cover of Watch Out at least three times a year. <laughs> Watch Out, Lady of Leisure. It's sarah grustenberg or and they were yeah it's always like, got a german they're like yeah. swiss that's why yeah. they're the equivalent of the, the the like female f1 drivers and stuff yes 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 always seemingly german yeah. or italian yeah <laughs> that makes sense just near where it all happens um authoritarian thought oh yeah i miss authoritarian thoughts yeah we'll get that back actually 
Broccoli suppliers should be forced to trim the stem to a reasonable length or lose fingers. <laughs> they cut okay. them far too long. Uh, which type of broccoli are we talking about? Just regular crowns of big crown broccoli, I'm guessing. To be fair, sometimes you'll get like a, a good two or three inches of rock hard. But the thing is, that is good for like soup and you can make stock out of it. You might as well have the extra. You've got a real Asian attitude to the hard bits of vegetables. It's good we for like all learn a lot from. It's good for broccoli soup. Just stew is that it? up and blend it. Yeah, yeah. It? just gives it a bit more body. Still got some nutrients. It looks in like it. it should be good. It's not really good to eat on its own, I guess. It looks like it should become like sort of weird green slices. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But it doesn't behave like that. No, it doesn't behave. It won't behave. Um, I have, when the supermarket was quiet, snapped off a fair chunk of the offending stem when I couldn't find any with a reasonable length of store. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Supermarket. I'm only paying for the sweet, sweet florets. Why is that such a funny sentence? I'm only paying for the sweet, sweet florets. I'm only paying for the sweet, sweet florets, Mr. Supermarket. <laughs> Those sweet, sweet florets. Um, to be fair, if he's buying it by weight... That's a good... That's a very good point. You should bring in a little razor, like a... Like that's a mobster a, from the 20s and just go around trimming the brock. That's a very good point. Yeah. Those who say the stem is edible, nutritious, and delicious, uh -oh. you're welcome to pick up my discarded stem if you wish. That's me. That's you there, scrabbling on the floor for an old stem <laughs> under the approving gaze of Mr. Supermarket. I feel very strongly about this, but not such that I would ever do this brazenly if anyone, either staff members or fellow shoppers, might possibly catch me. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's pretty strong, though, still. Yeah, by weight, that's fair enough. Uh, libertarian thought. Mm. This is a weird one. Paraplanes and microlites. I'm already lost. A microlite is like those really little planes you can fly. Like, there's really like little, a little like, helicopter wings. Like the drones. No, 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 you're in it. Oh, you're in it? Yeah, like yeah a microlite. Like a little glider thing or oh, like a little Cessna. Okay. Paraplanes or like a parachute plane? No idea. Like a hang glider? And microlites should be far more common and easy to get a license. Like scooters in the sky. You'll probably only end up killing yourself and maybe take out the odd high-voltage power line. In the absence of flying cars, we were promised, this is the only logical step. That's such an Australian thing to suggest, given how empty Australia is. Where it's like, oh, I don't see a problem with flying a lot of planes everywhere. <laughs> so you can't do that in Western Europe, man. No. Um, uh, poo story. Oh, yeah. Uh, having moved to Australia from the UK. Ah, there you go. My wife and I have taken many long drives across remote areas where public conveniences and even roadside bushes and trees are unreliable for privacy from both directions and potentially yes. home to dangerous wildlife. This is a theme we have encountered before on this podcast. It is. Uh, therefore, the oft-done thing for the emergency poos and lady wees is what we call double-dooring. Okay. Very uh, European. Oh, yeah. Very modern. Yes. You, you Or due to double-door. Oh, do you double door? We're at this party, petit pas de door de double. <laughs> Holding like masquerade masks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the double door of the season. <laughs> Pulling to the side of the road and opening the passenger side front and rear door create a screen for the dirty business on a rural roadside. Okay. So the two doors on one side create a sort of cubicle effect. Ah, ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, when the passenger is double-dooring, the driver can, if the mood takes them, turn the car on and slowly creep forward. That's funny. Causing the pooer to have to shuffle sideways with their <laughs> pants down as they try to poop like some kind of dirty outback desert crapping crab. <laughs> You're a dirty outback desert crapping crab. That sounds like a, a fun, overly complex lyric from an old film. 
It's very funny and or irritating, depending on whether or not you are the crab. Yes. <laughs> Given the number of short stories I've already heard, short court short stories I've already heard on the podcast, I thought it was only fair to introduce double dooring as a viable option, even on surprisingly busy roads. See, the, the, when we're not just a poop podcast, we're educational as well. We're helping you poop better. Poop better, faster. Safer. Stronger. Stronger, yes. Crab, crabbier. Poop stronger, poop faster. Protect the NHS. <laughs> um, let's... <laughs> Lillian gets in touch, and the subject line of this is, KFC is my enemy. Oh no! Lillian, don't be silly, and I love the colonel's best. Don't make an enemy of the colonel. He's a military man. He'll He's flank you. Yes, and the, the, the torture tactics he learned in the war. <laughs> at no Pil- thanks. Uh, the colonel was at Pilnang. <laughs> the colonel is definitely at Pilnang. The colonel can't forget what he saw at Pilnang. <laughs> Just a fried chicken all day long to distract himself from the memories of Pilnang. Uh, dear Poopy Peas. Nice. Nice. I have yet another... I think Lillian has gotten in touch before. Uh-huh. I have yet another Pooey story to add to your collection. I have a worryingly, a worryingly large repertoire of poo stories, but this is my favorite. When I was about 13, I had a sleepover around my friend's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, quite a few of these start this way. Mm-hmm. For dinner that evening, her mother had treated us to a KFC. Lovely. <gasps> Good, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Cool, Mom. Cool, Your mom's mom. cool. Cool, Mom. Friend, my mom never gets friends, KFC. Mom. Yeah, you know, this, is, yeah. this is me saying to the mum. You're Lillian. Saying to the friend, your, your mum's cool. My mum never cool. gets KFC. My mum hates the colonel. Because of what he did at Pilnang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> she had to escape Pilnang and she's never forgiven him. <laughs> Her mother had treated us to a KFC. Something I'd never tried before. Uh, at 13! At 13. <gasps> Phil and I once knew someone who at 18, or no, 19, had never had any takeaway food. Never been to a McDonald's, KFC, Subway, nothing. They'd never been to an arcade, like a video games arcade. Yeah, they'd never been to an arcade. God, that came up. Wow, it's like talking to a time traveler. <laughs> Something I'd never tried before, says Lillian, and therefore did not know the catastrophical effect it had on my bowels. Right. Yes. I guess the first one probably is a bit of a shock to the system. It's greasy. Greasy. It's so. greasy and meaty. I had enjoyed the delicious meal and felt fine the whole evening. Looking back, that was the calm before the brown storm. <laughs> Never take your eyes off the colonel. Operation brown storm. The colonel's like Rambo. He's in the trees, all painted up. <laughs> you know that smile, that rictus smile? Yeah. And his bow tie. <laughs> his perfect, pristine bow tie. Undoes his bow tie and strangles you to death with it from behind. Still smiling. Still smiling. <laughs> So you thought you'd tell someone about the herbs. (laughs) Looking back, it was the calm before the brown storm. In the morning, I woke up needing a poo. Fair enough. Natural. But I decided not to do it at my friend's house. Ah, that's good. Very considerate. And instead waited for my mum to pick me up. Mm. When my mum finally picked me up, I thought I was safe, longing for my toilet at home. However, my mum, who had no knowledge of the current bowel situation, said she needed to go shopping. Oh. Nothing worse as a kid where you think, oh, it's home time. Your mum goes, I just need to go do a few things for four hours. Yeah. 
And you just go, and your brain gets into that level of boredom where you almost feel a bit carsick. Especially when you grow up in a country where there are no sort of one-stop shopping centers for everything. Yes. Everything is spread out across the entire city. Yes, exactly. And so to get like five things, that's five separate trips. Yeah. It's, it's a like, whole day gone. It's a whole yeah. afternoon. Video games gone. Yeah, and it's like going shopping in 1910. Tor- torture. Yes. When you have when you've got Spider Man uh, two at home on the PlayStation. Oh, if you're waiting to get back and frag oh. some noobs on Call of Duty. Oh, horrible. Oh. Um, so my said she needed to go shopping. I told her I'd stay in the car, hmm. as I knew I wouldn't make it around a supermarket without causing a clean up in aisle four. Also, potentially, if they're a loving parent, more impetus to get it done quick. Mm. Actually, yeah, yeah. Unless they just forget about you altogether. Or they just like, they go like, yeah, okay, okay. Mm. Also, interesting, Lillian unwilling to take the chance that there's a supermarket toilet of some kind. Mm. You never know. Mm, that's true. So I sat in my car in the middle of a car park, counting down the minutes till she came back. Suddenly, I was overcome by an alarming urgency. A need to shit. I contemplated trying to run to the shop toilets. Ah, oh, there we are. But I knew I wouldn't make it in time. Clean up the words of clean up an hour four. The words of Bear Grylls floated in my mind. Improvise, adapt, overcome. <laughs> so I grabbed a plastic bag from the boot, <laughs> pulled down my trousers, and let out a waterfall of shit. Ooh. <laughs> Here's hoping the bag didn't have little holes in the bottom. Sometimes I have a couple little Sometimes holes. Sometimes I have a couple little holes for some reason to stop you catching air in it or something. A pungent odor filled the car, forcing me to gag. As if shitting in the car wasn't the worst part of this ordeal, a middle-aged man who had parked his car next to us came back to unload his shopping into his car. As he glanced into my car, he was greeted with a 13-year-old girl squatting trouserless over a plastic bag. (laughs) Our eyes met. He probably saw the pain in my eyes as I wondered when the poo would stop flowing. Eventually, he decided that watching a young girl shitting was probably not appropriate, and he left as if nothing had happened. As the brown liquid ceased and I had found a tissue to wipe, I thought the nightmare was over. But alas, the universe had other plans. I soon realized that the bag I had been pooing into had holes in it. Yes, I knew it. I knew it. Chekhov's holes. Too little. Sneaky holes in the little corners there. I guess it's to stop kids from suffocating, is that it? I guess. Maybe. I guess so. Or like so it doesn't catch as easily in the, if you're flipping yeah. it around. Of course there are holes. Of course there were holes. Panic set upon me. My mum would kill me if she found diarrhoea in the back of her car. I swiftly pulled up my trousers, trying to ignore the slither of poo in my pants, caused by lack of speed when pulling them down. Oh, God, there was friendly fire. (laughs) Friendly fire at Pilnang. I I tied the bag, got out of my car, and briskly walked across the car park, carrying a bag which was dripping with diarrhoea. Oh, my God. Luckily, I got to the bin before I saw anyone who would recognise me. I then returned to my car and waited till my mum got back. She returned to the car with her shopping and greeted me with, Jesus Christ, it stinks in here. Thank you for your podcast and Koji, Lillian. <laughs> it's a good story. And also, like, you leave it there. You leave it without the resolution with your mother. I like that. That's real Kirby enthusiasm ending. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, it stinks <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff, Lillian. Thank you so much. That was Lillian, wasn't it? That was Lillian. Thanks, Lillian. That was Lillian. Hey, that's the end of our our follow-through. That's the end of the follow-through. We ended on uh, uh, Lillian's account of her time at Pilnang. Uh, One nil to the colonel, I'd say. Mm. That one. Mm. I don't think I can eat KFC anymore, you know. 
Why? The taste. Yeah, the taste is petrol. weird. Yeah, a little bit like petrol. Um, but not the um, the sort of tenders, you know, like the kind of, the ones that are just like meat in a kind of strip. Oh, yeah, the breast strips. The things, breast yeah. strips seem okay. Okay. It's the big old bone ones. The pieces. That's mm. a shame. That's such a shame. But now it's an excuse to be decadent and eat the little strippy strops. Yeah. It really struck me as the more decadent option. It is. It is. They have all the work taken out taken out of it. That's it, yeah. So what a, what a king would eat. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, right. I hope you guys can eat KFC. Um, yeah. Um, thank you for listening, guys. Um, I'm trying to think. Do we have anything to promote? Kind of not really. I'm on Twitch, as ever. Yeah. That's what I'm doing after this. Going to go fire up some Crusader Kings 3. Yeah, I've not, I've not got anything to beg from anyone right now but i will soon <laughs> oh we will soon we'll soon Don't oh and that. um we're looking into merch yes that's we're the thing l- we're, we're looking into merch to guys hopefully sell be able to sell tat of our own yeah um, so do keep an eye out for that after after fancying the world of tat for so long it's a it, it's this is our press release after being tat fanciers for so long phil and pia are delighted to report they're finally jumping in with both legs <laughs> we'll do some horrible <laughs> Some horrible write-up. But yeah, thanks very much for listening, guys. And Koji. Koji, everybody. Bye-bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.